the DMV Dine-In Podcast, where we highlight the best restaurants, featuring the most talented chefs and bartenders, top restaurant owners, and the savviest local foodies in the DMV. I'm your host, Elena Spinola. Come dine with us, DMV style. Shareable, seasonal, and house-made dishes are the essence of El Mercat Bar de Tapas, where we're recording the DMV Dine-In on location in Rockville, Maryland. Joining us for this culinary discussion is executive chef George Rodriguez. George, thanks so much for having us today. Thank you for having me. Sure. Well, I understand you started your culinary journey in Brazil. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, I was uh, born and raised in Brazil. I was uh, in college for civil engineering. Um, and on the last year, I decided to quit. Um, I didn't want to do that anymore. And I have always loved uh, cooking. I've always did it for my friends, uh, my family. And um, yeah, I mean, I decided to quit college, go for culinary school, and I did it for a year. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think it takes a lot of courage to, to think you have one path and go, you know what, I'm going to follow my passion, actually. Yeah, I mean, uh, for the longest years when I, was, when I was in college, I really, like, enjoyed uh, civil engineering. I was really, like, I really liked it. Uh, but um, culinary, was it's always something that's been part of me since I was a young child. So uh, when I decide, like, really uh, what I like to do, uh, which was cooking, but, you know, also choosing that career also gave me the opportunity to travel the world really mm. and 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 learn other languages and cultures which was also really interested yeah that's awesome uh, now I understand you then also did some competitions that you were part of that's exciting now this is probably after you had gotten you know some time in the industry the restaurant industry but tell us about those competitions yeah I've been working here in the, in the US for a few years already so I, I spent a number of years in Chicago Boston and then I came to DC when when I was in DC to open a restaurant for a company that I worked for, um, I got the opportunity to to participate at, at Beat Bobby Flay. Um, I ended up winning that competition, uh, and then uh, the invitation to participate at uh, um, Chopped uh, came as well. Um, that competition, I went to the finals. I unfortunately didn't win. I, I lose. I lost on on desserts. But uh, it was also a great opportunity and experience. Uh, and after that, I got invited. Uh, to participate in the seafood fight as well. Yeah. Are you still open to more competitions? Um, well, yeah, we'll definitely take a look at it. Yeah. And is it like it is on the TV show, kind of stressful and time limits and, you know, yes, chef, no chef, sorry, chef. <laughs> is it, it is. Like that? It is definitely uh, the time crunch uh, is something that is really concerning, especially when you don't have a whole lot of experience participating on those kind of shows. Uh, it was a little bit easier with uh, with Chopped, but when I did Bob Flay, uh, definitely, it's very important for you to kind of, you know, uh, organize yourself in a way that you're going to really finish on that time. Yeah. Um, well, now, I know that you had just mentioned you were in Chicago and other places working at restaurants. And here we are at your restaurant. So what inspired you to take all of this experience and go ahead and open your own restaurant? I've always had the desire. I mean, uh, you know, it was something that drove me to really kind of leave um, Brazil to come and explore the cultures and cuisines. It was basically to learn as much as I could um, to one day to open my own restaurant. So um, when uh, COVID happened, um, um, like many others in the industry, I've also got laid off and, you know, we tried to make ends meet uh, on that time, on that period of time. And, um, you know, my wife was really a, a moving force that really pushed me like, hey, you know, you're always talking about to open your own spot. Like, this is the time to do yeah. it. So. 
that's awesome. That's a great story. I think that while the pandemic was unfortunate, just overall, there are small blessings like this, like people recreating themselves or reinventing themselves or doing something they've always wanted to do. Thank goodness for that. I'm sure your customers here are grateful that you were able to open your own place. Right. I mean, uh, the basically the neighborhood around here, they're very supportive of us since the beginning. Uh, when we open, um, they feel uh, that, you know, this area was missing something um, that you couldn't find in the, uh, a big city like you know like chicago or boston or dc um and they were very supportive from the beginning and really happy that we're here yeah community support is everything i'd imagine for a small business and a restaurant right yeah that's the really what drove us to choose rockville town square as as my first restaurant um obviously when we were first on 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 the first stages uh we were looking into dc as well but we live around here for a number of years and we thought that it was important to really to try to help the community because we saw uh this area what it became after covid uh which unfortunately a lot of uh smaller restaurants they were not able to survive mm-hmm. yeah well we hope they come back but uh in the meantime of course they have somewhere amazing to come right here and um i want to know a little bit about your cooking process i've Uh, We're going to see some of your dishes a little bit later, but um, I know that they look amazing. They smell amazing. They are amazing. Tell us about your cooking, your cooking process that's unique to you. What do you do that makes these dishes, these tapas so amazing? Um, I think like from from my early days uh, in the industry training under uh, really good chefs, um, the main thing is like keep simple. Um, um, but also, I, I'm a big uh, belief that dishes would have, should have uh, bold flavors, strong flavors. And, and that's what we go for. Keep it simple, but flavorful at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've been called a master tapas chef. Let's talk about your menu. Uh, what are some of your most popular tapas? Um, I think when we were creating, when I was creating the menu uh, to open this restaurant, I, I decided to go with the ones that I like the most. Uh, I've been to Spain a number, a number of times. I've worked in other uh, Spanish tapas restaurants. So everything on the menu, it's uh, all the favorites that I've been experienced throughout the years. Uh, my favorite is uh, uh, it's uh, gambas al ajillo, is the shrimp with the garlic oil. Oh, that's, that's so good. Uh, uh, <laughs> that that's, is so good. That's a, a, a big one for me. Um, I like a lot the dactylis as well, the sweet and bacon flavor with uh, nuts and um, uh, the blue cheese is great as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I love pork, so we have a dish over here that uh, we did for the opening, which is uh, our confit pork ribs that we do with uh, sweet and savory um, apple cider vinegar. Wow. Um, And then I also know that you have four different paellas. We do, we do. Uh, We start with three, and funny enough, on the first week that we we're here, uh, we had a lot of people asking for a vegetarian paella. So we incorporated that uh, after we just opened. But we started with a seafood, um, um, a seafood a montaña, which is like a chicken chorizo paella, um, and also a squid ink. So a squid ink, uh, I decided to go with on the menu because I, I love any dish that goes with squid ink. I think it's uh, 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 underrated. It's very flavorful ingredient to use it, um, and it, it and People really loved it from the beginning, and uh, you know it's one of our um, uh, most favorite uh, paellas that we have on the menu. Wow! Now, are these paella dishes a little bit larger, or are they tapa style? Is this like a larger sharing? 
We do, we do have uh, two types. We have a, a larger one, which is uh, 11 inches uh, by a pen, that's for two. And we also have a smaller one, which you can do for, ah. for one person. So you can try, yeah, you can like can, try them all. You can, you can try uh, different ones, yes. I like that. Uh, tell us about your brunch. I think when you first opened, right, you, you mm -hmm. haven't even been open a year, is that right? Right, right. Yeah. We opened uh, about 10 months ago now. Okay. Um, and when you first open, uh, obviously we want to do the, the, the right things uh, when opening the restaurant. So we were focused on dinner first. Sure. Um, and after a few months, when spring came around, we decided to go with brunch. How's that um, going? Uh, brunch is going really well. Um, this area over here, like I said, is uh, it's a lot of neighbors, uh, a lot of apartments, and uh, they come and really enjoy our, our brunch. We also do a, a paella brunch as well. We modify a little bit. I was going to ask yeah. because, you know, <laughs> I, when I think of brunch, I'm thinking like eggs and omelets. Now, this right. is a Spanish tapas. So what, what is the, the brunch menu like? We do. We do. I always try to do something um, that is, like you said, brunchy, eggy. Um, uh, which is not really part of the Spanish culture, having brunch. Uh, and we try to do a twist. So mm. we do, like for example, like one of the paellas, we modify the montaña paella um, uh, with chicken and we add eggs to it. Mm -hmm. um, we also do uh, a torrija, which is like, basically it, it, it's like a French toast, um, but Spanish style to it. So Got we it. always try to do like a little twist to it yeah. to make it a little bit more Spanish. Yeah, um, I understand you do something really fun, which is a flamenco night. Is we do right? we do that we um on the beginning we had a few people that came in and we um ended up from from spain and we ended up meeting this uh these uh two uh well he's a guy a girl and he plays the guitar she's a dancer and they were like oh yeah we do we do shows and we decide to go in a partnership with them um and they come twice a month uh every two weeks uh depending on availability um and we do uh, a flamenco night so that's uh uh, we don't charge tickets. Uh, we just do every Wednesday, every other Wednesday uh, or Tuesday, and they come and they, we set up a little stage for them. Um, and we have a little bit of fun. So, yeah. uh, uh, and we do have a lot of people that live around here and they come. That sounds like a lot of uh, bit of fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm the kind of person, I love great food, but I love a great experience too. I love to go to new places where I feel like, you know, it's entertaining and it's a great night out. So I love that you guys do that. Uh, where can people find out more about that event? Like on your social media? We can, um, we do uh, social media on Instagram and Facebook yeah. uh, every week. Uh, yeah. We're posting something related to events that are coming up. Uh, you also can go to the website and uh, check on their events. Yeah. We're also going to have dates and events that are coming up as well. Great. I'm asking because I'm going to go and make sure that I'm at your next Flamenco night. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, all right. Let's talk a little bit about your happy hour. We're sitting here behind in front of this beautiful bar. You've got this beautiful like, wine display. Tell us about your, your drinks here and the happy hour. Um, so we start happy hour a little bit earlier. We start at 3 o'clock. Um, now with the World Cup, we're starting at 2 to to for people that want to come and see really the games uh, that are starting early, but or happy hour, um, um, it's really we try to do something different, a little bit of experience as well uh, for people. So when they come, you can see that you know we try to introduce not only our drinks, um, which uh, are delicious. Uh, there's one one of my favorites here. It's uh, it's called pineapple smoke mm -hmm. um, with pineapples, and uh, it's, it's really great. 
Um, but we try to kind of like give a little bit of experience of uh, if you're if you're in Barcelona, for example. Mm-hmm. So we try to do that and um, open a little bit early for happy hour, give people that opportunity to come a little bit early and, and enjoy themselves a little bit. Yeah. For anyone that hasn't been here, how would you describe kind of the ambiance and the vibe here at El Mercat's? Um, so when we open, we decide to do um, something that we want people to come over here and feel like cozy relaxing and enjoyable we want to uh this to be a restaurant not only that people can come and have great food and great drinks but also great experience uh that's uh something that has always been important to me the experience part of it Mm -hmm. um and we took uh, a lot of care a lot of time to make sure the decor um was um conducive with that idea um and we wanted people to come and feel that they got transported to to Spain, really. Yeah, well, I would say you hit the nail on the head because I, when I walked in, immediately it felt warm and cozy and just inviting. Uh, so you did, you guys did a great job. And you mentioned your wife. Is she involved in the, the process here with you? Was she involved in helping to decorate or, or any part of the process? Well, actually, like the whole decoration part, that's the color schemes and everything, that's all her. Really. I figured it's um, always the wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, um, I do the food. She does the decor yeah. uh, and the experience. And that's what we, we did as, as a team. Yeah. That's awesome. She did a great job. Um, now, you had mentioned that you've been open 10 months. In January, it will be a year. So tell me, has owning a restaurant been kind of what you thought it would be? Is it better? Has it been harder? What have been the surprises along the way? Um, I think I think uh, opening and owning a, uh, your own restaurant, there's a lot of uh, uh, things that you think you know. And, uh, you know, it always there's always a curveball uh, there, but I I I I can say that I've been blessed really to do this, uh, especially because we have overwhelming uh, uh, support from um, the neighbors that we have over here, and we have a lot of repeat guests. They come and they love it, mm-hmm. um, and that is really being. Um, um, a blast for us um you know i really like to i enjoy when people come and really enjoy the decor enjoy the food Mm -hmm. the drinks Mm -hmm. uh, the experience um in that sense uh it's been way more than expected oh that's wonderful well shout out to the rockville community for supporting elmer cat i'm sure um i'm sure they're just thrilled to have you here okay we are at the point in our podcast where we call the lightning round where i'm just gonna throw out some questions and i'd love to hear the chefs just what comes to the top of your mind? Uh, you ready? Yep. Okay. Um, so what are your favorite, top three favorite tapas? The uh, gambas al ajillo, the croquetas de jamón, and the datiles. Okay. I think I know this because you mentioned it, but what's your favorite paella? The mariscos. Okay. The seafood paella. Yeah. Um, favorite cocktail? I might know this one too. Favorite cocktail? Yeah. Oh, the, the pineapple, pineapple smoke. smoke. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, what do they do to make it smoky? Um, we we do grill the the pineapple to have oh. you incorporate a little bit of that smoke flavor to it. Yeah, tell me about your bartender, by the way. Do you have? Is there someone that's been with you the whole time? Oh, that's actually my brother-in-law. Oh, your brother-in-law. Yeah, so he's my wife's brother, uh, and uh, he also been working in the industry for over twenty years, okay. and uh, you know, invited him to be part of this. Awesome. So it's a family affair. Yes, I love it. Um, this is a question I always want to know because I mentioned I love a great experience. So I always want to know what is the best seat in the house? Like if you had a guest call to say, hey, I'd like to make a reservation. 
it's a special night and I kind of want the best seat in the house. And you know, I know this is a cozy space, but what would you suggest? We always do table 43, which uh-huh. is uh, that table over there. I see. Uh, it's the best table because you can have a view of the whole restaurant without having to turn. Especially if it's flamenco night. Yeah. You can watch the whole thing. Um, okay, what's your favorite dessert or am I pronouncing this right? Postres? Yes, postres. Uh, so my favorite dessert is the churros rellenos, which is the stuffed churros. Um, we have two over here. We do Nutella and Dulce de Leche. Oh, wow. Uh, me <laughs> being from South America, we love uh, Dulce de Leche there. So the churros, definitely. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, so in your 10 months here, do you have a night that you would say, like, you know, maybe one of the most memorable nights? Maybe it was your opening night or I don't know. Um, definitely our opening night was... Uh, special. I mean, you know, like uh, we're working on this project for um, at least nine months and now you see open and, you know, uh, um, it was especially memorable because um, being in a restaurant industry, I know that usually what happened, you open a restaurant and and nobody walks in because they don't know you're right. opening. And on our first night, we were already packed, so we were full. Oh, wow. So that's, that's amazing. So yeah. you guys must have done a great job kind of marketing, putting it out there. Yeah, we do. Know. We do have a great uh, marketing company. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, last question. Of course, El Mercat is probably your favorite restaurant, but also, you know, when Chef George is out and about with his family in the neighborhood, are there, is there a favorite restaurant of yours that you like? Um, I, I really love to cook at home. So especially for my five-year-old and my wife, I do a lot of cooking at home. Uh, there is a restaurant um, um, over on R Street. Uh, it's a Peruvian restaurant called La Canela. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's re- they are really outstanding food for 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 many years, and they they were able to keep that that quality. So that that definitely is our one of favorite favorite restaurants. Cool, good to know. I always ask because I figure a chef knows good food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, of course we love our, our own restaurants, but what else does a chef like? Because I'm gonna probably check that out. Um, George's has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having. Us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, that's it for today. We want to thank you for listening. And again, thank you to the head executive chef, George Rodriguez, for hosting us today. Please make sure to check out El Mercat uh, in Rockville Town Square and also follow them on social media. What's your Instagram handle? So it's El Mercat BDT. So follow them. Make sure you like and follow them. And don't forget to follow us at DMV Dine-In. And if you like this episode, go ahead and give us a like and a review too. Until next time, I'm Elena Spinola. Thanks for dining with us DMV style. Cheers.